Hello, I'm Alison Larkin, writer, comedian, narrator, and host of The Jane Austen Podcast. Join me as we embark on a journey through Austen's timeless stories, starting with Pride and Prejudice. The Jane Austen Podcast with Alison Larkin is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Sarah Michelle Gallagher, Buffy the Yes, a pop culture academic symposium. You know, we're smart people, and you know, tonight we're going to be talking dumb topics. This yes. guy knows. Yes. I'm Caitlin Bitsagai. I'm Lauren Brickman. And um, you might be asking, well, who are you, though? Who are you? Fair. Why am I here? What's going on? Uh, Excellent questions. These are all valid. Well, we are self proclaimed professors of pop culture because mm-hmm. we are professors. Uh, I actually taught <laughs> three classes today from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., baby. Let's hear it for Teachers of America. Thank you so much. And when we're not in classrooms, we're pretty much just telegramming each other about pop culture. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Sharing GIFs is the main hobby. Mm-hmm. But we have master's degrees. We've taught in the college classroom. But Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. meh. Who what are pop culture creds you may be asking? Okay. These are important. Okay, here's one for me. Oh, yeah, this is a good one. Um, I got a DM from the Shaws of Sunset grandma, Vita Javid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, here it is. Yep, yep. That's true. Thank you for your support. And this moves. This good morning thing, it moves, by the way. So, RIP. Not to her. She's fine. The show was canceled. I'll check in via DM. And one time, I did explain to Rufus Wainwright what the concept of antebellum was. Um, By the end of the convo, he pretty much got it. So, another successful learning experience. Lauren, how about you? Okay, well, first of all, Caitlin, bring this guy up. Does anyone recognize this young man? Bring up another picture. Well, for those of you who aren't up to date on sports like I am, um, <laughs> that is a NFL player by the name of, we can bring it on the screen, Micah Hyde. And guess who his acting teacher was? Yeah, wow. 710 with Lauren Brickman. Uh, so that's one credit. Uh, he did famously on the first day of class when I said, why are you here? He said, to get more comfortable doing press. And I was like, okay. Aww. It was true. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty cool. All right, this next one. All right, so th- this guy right there is actual rock star, been featured in Rolling Stone, Barty Strange, who I worked with at a summer camp, and who is my personal hype man. He's been resharing my acting reels on Facebook since 2011. Baby, <laughs> uh, and then my last credit is um, I was in the rock musical in college, Rent, with recent birthday boy and former guest of the show Ben Farha, who's here tonight. Wow, happy birthday, Ben! And then I also have done a lot of karaoke, uh, specifically here downtown with also recent birthday boy and former guest of the show Juan Leon. Wow, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what this means is, of course, I did 
major in acting in undergrad. So that is what those two things add up to. So Wow, happy birthday, happy folks. Birthday. We do do birthdays at the show. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind all year yeah, round. Yeah, if you've been on the show and we know your birthday, you yeah. will have a cameo. And our most important credit, as anyone's could be, is that we are current here in season 18 of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. I know we share this one every time, but like it's a lot of work. But uh, hours and hours of Grey's have passed every time we tell you and we keep up to date on it and y'all it's getting hard yeah yeah it's a part-time job it's been but all right but not with the editorial but you don't know like 18 but i will say this caitlin there is some there is an addition i do just want to say there is one bright spot this season and uh it's that scott speedman was made a series regular and i do take full credit for manifesting this thank you so much for those of you who stopped watching 20 seasons ago you don't remember but he had a small arc many many seasons ago and i said if only they'd bring him back if you're familiar with the show felicity he kind of played the male lead on that and felicity it turns out is sort of just a farm team mm-hmm. for Grey's Anatomy. Eventually, those actors will all appear in at least 25 episodes of Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, okay, okay, that's who we are. <laughs> but what is this? What is the show? What does Stan mean, even? What does it mean? It means to be an obsessive fan of something or someone. And, uh, you know, it can it can mean a lot of different things for a lot of different yeah, people. Absolutely. You know, this, this week, Caitlin and I each have pretty different stands, I would say. Oh, and we did want to highlight that original stand actor Devin Sawa is brought to our attention by a friend of the show, James III, mm-hmm. tweeted this recently. Uh, Whoever you think the hip hop goat is, Eminem is better. Signed, Stan. Mm-hmm. And James is right. That is the funniest thing. And everyone can go home. So I just everyone can go home after this. Uh, I know that Twitter's done. It's been done. Devin finished it. But yeah, well, you know, we'll, we'll use Stan in a sentence in a way you can understand. So Lauren, tell us about your current stand. So my stand is a little bit of a saga this week. So this, th- my stand starts with a text. Uh, I don't know if you can read it, but if you want to go to the next, uh, click ahead. So this is a text from my friend Katie asking if I wanted to see a movie. And she says there's 8 p.m. Lost City tickets. Now, I didn't see the part where she also said or E-E-A-A-O. I didn't know what that meant. I just saw Lost City. Okay, next slide. So I thought we were seeing Lost City, which if you aren't familiar, is a film that features Sandra Bullock, Daniel Radcliffe, Channing Tatum. Um, this is the Rotten Tomatoes sort of score for this particular film. It's got a 75. You know, people say it doesn't quite sparkle as brightly as some classic treasure hunting capers, you know, but it's a fun romp, right? So that's what I thought I was going into. But instead, I went into this movie, which was Everything Everywhere All of the Time. Yeah, so you've seen it. You get it. So this is that movie's uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Um, (laughs) It has a 97. And it says, Everything Everywhere All the Time lives up to its title with an expertly calibrated assault on the senses. So that's an important sentence to keep in mind. Keep in mind, I thought I was seeing Channing Tatum. That's not what was on the screen. Literally, like 60 seconds into the movie, I whispered, what is this? (laughs) So we're going to continue on the saga. So... This next clip is what happened after the movie. This is real. This is not staged. My, f- I just hit play. Oh <laughs> What'd you think about it? I loved it. I can't stop crying. That's what I'm saying. That's one of these things. Okay. <laughs> and that continued for several more hours. 
Now, you would think, okay, that's the end of the saga. It's not because Katie uh, posted it. And this gentleman, uh, Jonathan Wang, started li- liked it on, on Instagram. And I was just drunk enough that I then DM'd him. And uh, I said everything, everything all at once was so great. He was like, "Thank you." And then I kept going. You actually he, said, and let's be clear, <laughs> such a special. I movie. did. I did. <laughs> I did. And then he, whatever reason, decided to keep engaging with me. And guess what? I found out. He sent me a screenshot to prove that he had dropped the video in a group text with the movie's director. I still haven't booked, but fingers crossed. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's my current stand. Is I think they're keeping you in mind for oh, sure. Oh, for sure. I will play Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter in the sequel. <laughs> right? It feels like it has Naturally. to happen. I think so. Yeah, Kayla, what are you standing this week? I mean, mine's a little simpler. It's not really a saga. Okay. It's not even a, a full show. Oh. These are ten-minute uh, episodes on Netflix. You guys seen Old Enough? So Old Enough is the story of Japanese toddlers as they're tasked with um, work around the house and around the city. (laughs) They're not like lazy American toddlers that just like sit around and loaf and freeload. Like these kids go out, they walk as much as a kilometer to the store. And like American adults, we don't even know how far that is. is. Yeah, I mean, Japanese literally under three-year-old <laughs> is going to the store um they also like there's a lot of spiritual sides yeah. like a lot of it is like decorating shrines along the way like we just trust the toddler to decorate the shrine and they do a good job so check this out on netflix each episode is like nine minutes long and i just i don't know i would like to star in a reboot um for <laughs> americans yeah. where it's like can this 39 year old <laughs> Get her car washed before a 7 p.m. start time of a show. It was touching. It go. was touching go today. <laughs> I worry about you when you're out there on your own. I do. <laughs> well, send a camera crew. <laughs> then everyone can know that all, you know, nothing too bad's going to happen. True, that's true. All, all right, right. So that's, so that's what standing, standing is. All right. Um, now, some of you know this. Uh, each month, we keep a chair in the back open for Joshua Jackson. Um I need to clarify something, though, yeah, because okay. some people have been sliding into our DMs and I just can you go to the next slide? I want to make it really clear. Our love for Josh doesn't mean that we don't respect Jody. OK, we know he has a wife and we love her, too. So there's a chair for Jody Turner Smith here as well. The second chair. So I just want to make it clear. They're a package deal. And so are we. So we get that. <laughs> um, now, a couple things to keep in mind uh, about them is that we do we do really invite them every month. But before we get to that, I do need to say I never actually showed this to anyone. So this is a this is about friendship really quickly. That if you keep clicking through, Kate, um, that is a canvas of an ad that Jody and Josh did around the holiday season that Caitlin had blown up and printed for me professionally for my birthday and made me carry around the city. And then it is on my mirror in my apartment, but it is right above, um, below it, you might see there's my parents' actual wedding photo in the corner. And then there's a cartoon strip that my grandma and grandpa had written their names on. And then in between the two is actually um, Caitlin and her husband, Eric's high school yearbook photo. (laughs) that I had them autograph. Um, It's the wall of love. It's just the wall of love. And I just felt like it was an intimate thing about our friendship that we should share with people. Which is why 
we do invite. Which is why we do invite uh, Josh and Jody every month. So that's the first time I wrote to Josh's manager. And he did write back that he wasn't in town. This month, sadly, we did not get a response. Uh, so that just means maybe, right? Yeah. No, it's not enough. So it's not no enough. No responses. But I will also admit that we don't only invite Joshua Jackson. Oh, no. So when they do come, and again, we didn't get a no. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. we don't know for sure that they're not mm-hmm. coming. So just like keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. So when they come, you're going to want to act cool. Yeah. Okay. Can you guys do that? Okay. You're going to get lots of pics of us. Yeah. And then uh, remember that they're here for us. Yeah, yeah. Like if we walk away and you want to autograph, like maybe, maybe but like, like don't, don't be weird. Yeah. Make us look good. Just make us look good. So like if they come in, like laugh a little harder than you are right now, make a little bit more noise, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think so. Yeah. And then just like the last thing is always like, tell us if you know them. Let us know. Okay, this is a confession that I've never um, said out loud before. So I also email other celebrities, not just Joshua Jackson, just sometimes for fun. It's a hobby. This month, we did get a response from someone's PR team. Right. Well, I, let's just go from the top. It's Bethany Frankel, uh-huh. Drew Barrymore, Joshua Jackson. Now, you might not be able to see, but I know that bottom one is Sherry <laughs> But we did get a response. From Bethany Frankel's team. Uh, I do need to read this one incomplete. It says, hi, thank you for your interest in Bethany Frankel. Unfortunately, she is unable to participate. Bethany received so many wonderful requests, but it would be impossible to accommodate all of them. Thank you for reaching out. Best Tulsi. No, is it Tulsi Gabbard? We're not going to tell you. We're not going to tell you. That's not your business. That's for us to know and you not. Uh, so just to confirm, Bethany Frankel will not be here tonight. And she called it a wonderful request in a way. In a way. <laughs> in a way. Yeah, but she won't. She won't be here. Okay, so. you know, yeah. No, she firmly will not. So just, just firmly know. Oh, right. Yeah, and we're also witches. We're witches. So, so this is just facts. In our first three shows back, we yeah. did a We Not Stan of three different things. Britney's Conservatory, mm-hmm. Megan McCain on The View, and Mike Richards as host of Jeopardy. Yeah. You might notice those things are all over. <laughs> yeah. Literally within days of our show. Uh, so we sort of got... Got a little... We got maybe a little full of ourselves. A little ahead of it, yeah. Because what we've been trying to end is celebrity NFTs. Yeah. So back in January, we brought that up. Yeah. So, and sadly, obviously, those are still a thing. But we haven't dropped our fight. No. So we're going to once again use our power of witchcraft to say we're still not standing this. Yeah. And we want it to end. Yeah. I got dangerously close this month to learning what an NFT oh, is. Oh, don't. No, no, no. And don't tell us after the show. No. And everyone that was comparing UCB's possible reopening to NFT pay, it's your fault. I almost figured it out. And I hate you. Yeah. Don't use context clues. We can understand. Please. 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 I'm begging of you. Okay. Uh, yeah. So if you want to just click through real quick, you know, we usually tell you if you have beef with me that I'll wait for you at the bar. It's a Wednesday night. I know people have to go to work. So I just wanted to say, if you want to just take a quick screenshot, there's a phone number and an email. Yeah. So this month, if you, if you have complaints i sense the offense. um I, I appreciate the ig slide-ins after shows but you know this if it's, you want to file a form more complaint, formal. this is more this, this feels more like an H. this is our hr department right which is a phone number and an email mm-hmm. that makes it hr mm-hmm. all right finally let's start okay. tonight's show no, finally Woo! <laughs> tonight's theme is the search for the total rock and roll freaks yeah we're searching for him. We're going to try to find him. And you're like, why are you talking about it? Well, there's a lot of reasons why we're talking about it. And it's mainly Dolly Parton. All right. Now, did you guys see this story recently where Dolly was nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? She was. She asked to be taken off the ballot. Kind of odd. And then she had this to say, 
Dolly here, which strongly indicates she doesn't always write them, <laughs> right? Uh, I don't want to read the whole thing, but basically she says, I do hope the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame will understand and be willing to consider me again if I'm ever worthy. Mm. This has, however, inspired me to put out a hopefully great rock and roll album at some point in the future, okay. which I've always wanted to do. My husband is a total rock and roll freak and always encouraged me to do one. Hmm. So that was just interesting to us. We found mm -hmm. that puzzling on a number of levels. Now, do you guys know about Dolly's husband, Carl? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Right. Yeah. So she's been married to Carl for 50 years. Mm -hmm. He, his most famous contribution to art has been going to a bank once yeah. where a woman named Jolene, Jolene was working. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, it's more than what most people have done it's to contribute true. to art. But apparently he looms quite large in yeah. her psyche mm -hmm. uh, as far as her rock and roll credentials. Because yeah. he is a total rock and roll freak, as we've mentioned. Yeah. And she's, you know, famously a country singer of some note. Yeah. 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 Some note. But total rock and roll freak? Hmm. Now, so this is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. So we started to be like, okay, well, if Dolly doesn't feel like she deserves to be there, like we need to do some investigating. Uh, and that's what tonight's all about is us launching an investigation into whether or not Dolly was right. 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 And, you know, it's really interesting because, you know, in order to be inducted, apparently an artist needs to be nominated by a committee that selects a bunch of candidates. And, you know, clearly rock experts picked her. And yeah. yet she's saying, She's not worthy. And we find that interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. 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 But we also are not sure what rock and roll is, is what we're right. finding out. It's not our forte. Not we our forte. Um, so we, we, of course, went back and did some deep research. And we found out that it's a popular style of music that originated in the 1950s. Who knew? Um, but this is what I thought was really interesting. It's, an, it's a combination of black rhythm and blues and white country music. Mm. Hmm. All right. Okay. That, that could be interesting. Useful information. I don't know what that means exactly yet, but seems like something. All right. No. So then we were like, well, what's a freak? No. And apparently it's all of that. Um, it, it can be a person, an animal, a plant, unusual physical abnormality, but it, it's something that apparently that's uh, out of the mainstream. Now, put it all together. Okay. So we kind of know what rock is. We kind of know what freak is. What's our total rock and roll freak? There were no results. No results. No. Literally, no results. literally, when I searched, the, this next thing is the only like the only thing that would come back were headlines about Dolly. Right. That's all that would come back. Right. She invented the term. To what end? To what end? Also, this was what was concerning to me is that <laughs> um, I did discover that apparently her husband doesn't like her music. I mean, you know, you know, Carl's cool. allowed to like what he likes. Yeah. So I guess ultimately, at the end of the day, we're trying to figure out is. Is rock and roll cool? And by extension, is Carl cool? Like, what we need Dolly to be with the right guy. We want Dolly to be with the right guy. And obviously, if you were here for our Drew Barrymore show, you know we know what's right for celebrities love lives exactly. better than they do. Exactly. So I guess by the end of the night, we're going to figure out if Dolly needs a divorce or not. Yeah. Well, that's cool. All right. So I want to investigate kind yeah. of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay. Number one, is it rock at all? I don't know. Because uh, what I found odd is that I did not think she was exactly the first not canonically rock artists mm -hmm. to be nominated. <laughs> so this is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's in Cleveland because of the Drew Carey show. Yep. Um, they had a theme song said Cleveland Rocks. The museum was like, we'll get there immediately. I think that's right. But maybe our first guest knows we have an actual expert. Yes, Please we welcome do. to the stage Devin Ivy from Vulture. Welcome Devin Ivy. <laughs> so Devin 
wrote about this issue. You can see this is her headline. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. And we have a real expert. It feels wild. <laughs> so so how, this is for everyone. How many acts do you think there are? Like what elite company do you think Dolly was imagining was too much for her? 40. 40 seems like a great guess. It's 351. <laughs> so it's a lot. So she wouldn't really be like, tampering with anything were she to be there. So again, interesting. So I want to just go over, Devin, some of the acts that are in it, not just nominated, that are in it. And whether you think they're rock and roll, audience, you can let us know after our expert has weighed in. You can, you know, your uneducated thoughts can waft towards the stage. So let's start. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Is it rock? Jimi Hendrix experience. How do we feel? Yes, I would say the epitome of rock. Wow. Okay, we're starting off strong. The epitome of rock. I would imagine he was in the first inducted class if i had to make an educated guess i bet so i bet so um okay abba i love abba oh no no. are they wrong exactly a a very very harsh no right right uh but they're in it they sold the tickets that year so that's why they exactly and Devin, great point this is in no way a qualitative judgment of whether we like them or not this is just are they rock because obviously abba is Responsible for Mamma Mia 2. Here we go again. Therefore, they are the greatest artists yes. alive. It's just whether they're rock or not. And I, I, I would guess no. But again, I've said, I don't know rock. Yeah. And two of them didn't even show up. So they didn't what even perform. What the heck? Yeah. So it was it was all for no they Mamma Mia They could have been on all. set, yeah. though, for Mamma Mia 2. So that's if true. I find out that's true, then that's okay. Chuck Berry. Yes. The, yeah. I would say the godfather of rock and roll. I would say so. And we actually have footage of Hard, him yes. finding out about rock and roll <laughs> from his cousin, Marvin Berry. So we have a whole origin story. Folks, exactly do you like right. it when your cousin calls, says, I'm your cousin, then his full name, and has your phone number memorized? This is the world's most helpful cousin. BC Boys. Yes. Okay. Oh, rock? absolutely. Yeah, you think yes. they're rock? I, I think they're rock, yeah. And they contributed as... I mean, to hip hop and rap, they're one of the first rap groups to be inducted as well. And two, I think there's six in total for hip hop and rap. Wow. Eminem will probably be inducted this year on his first try. So, wow. no, they were very, yeah, absolutely influential. Wow. Um, and, and I mean, wow, I didn't know that Eminem was nominated. For Dolly to deny us those two on the dais together, I'm getting more upset. Uh, Dick Clark, real rock guy, Ooh. real rocker. What a dark horse. I'm surprised by that. He's I'm going to have to go no for Dick <laughs> okay, Clark. Okay, weird. <laughs> he weird. had a great, he did the rock and Eve. Now, I'm assuming was he, that yeah, did, no, it, I, it's still in his name. I do so. have a follow up question. Influence. He may, he may not be rock, but is he a total rock and roll freak? Uh, you got me there. Wow. That's true. Now that's different. That's a total rock and roll freak hall of fame. Absolutely, he gets in. Yeah. American Bandstand. Hearts. Yes. Yes. Actually, Dolly Parton said she did an interview where her rock album wants to be in the style of Heart and Ann Wilson. So, okay. She should get in and Ann should induct her. But Heart, the Queens, right there, 100%. And this is one of the few that we do have a right or wrong answer because if we remember, Carrie Underwood performed Heart on the Rock and Roll Week of American Idol. Amazing hair. They wouldn't let her do that if it wasn't rock. That would be against the law and she won. That is true. Oh, no. This this hair, this outfit, I know notes. Nat King Cole. Yeah, I would go with yes on that. Really? Yes. Yeah, he's a rocker. Yeah. No comment. I really can't expound on him, to be no honest. No worries. I didn't even know if he liked rock, but apparently he's a rocker. 
Okay, Johnny Cash. Yeah. And he's in. I mean, like, oh, yeah, my, all my, of these my people theory are in. is that if Johnny Cash is in, Dolly Parton can be in. So he's one of the few country soloists. I agree with you, but here's what he had to say. Uh, people call me wild. Not really, though. I'm not. I guess I've never been normal. Not what you call establishment. I'm country. <laughs> so, uh, again, it's whether we see country as fusing with rock or whether it's separate. He seems to think it's fine to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Dolly doesn't feel the same way. And Whitney Houston, again, she has been inducted. Yeah, I think it was well-deserved. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Oh. And that was one of her lifelong goals, actually. She didn't, before she died, she's like, the last thing I want to accomplish is be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, we love she that. she got it, you know, a year after, but yeah. it was one of her dreams. That's amazing. We love Whitney. Now, one of Whitney's most famous songs, arguably her most famous recording, is I Will Always Love You. So, Dolly, people are getting in on your songs. Other country artists are in. So I have to ask you, Devin, what do you think is really going on here? Because I just can't buy the official story. I know. Okay, so I genuinely think she is just so humble and really doesn't think so. Conspiratorially, I think she wants to be in the list of like Sex Pistols, Todd Rundgren, that guy from Dire Straits. <laughs> just want to eschew it and kind of get a, you know some press and be cool that way. She wants to be like Johnny Rotten and be like, you know, fuck the raw call. Like there's no one that has ever like just... Just eschewed a nomination. No. People have said, I'm not going if you get me in. But she's the first person who ever was like, just take me off the list. Not even Johnny Rotten did that. That's wow, legendary that's stuff. rock and roll. Yeah, that is rock and roll I'm getting right it. I'm there learning. Go. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and uh, I have not checked the latest status, but have they granted her wish to take her off? They will not grant her wish because she also did it when the votes were sent out to the 1,200 people. Logistically, that would be harsh. But fair enough. I, they weren't going to honor her wishes. Unfortunately, they should have maybe. But yeah. 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 In fairness. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I learned a lot. Um, you know, I think we have another uh, rocker, probably future Rock and Roll Hall of Fame member. Uh, Doug is yes. making his way up here. So, Devin, yeah, if you'd like to come over here, Please. Doug is going to perform for us a song. And then we're going to decide if it's rock. Oh, he has the headbands. This song is about the greatest feeling in the entire world. Does anybody else here compulsively check their mail when they get home? It's a blooming age of technology. iTunes emails, MP3s. You can send a nude photo in an NFT. Consumed with information. What does it all mean? YouTube taste test memes of the fonts. Your cousins hunting pedos with QAnon. But nothing can compare to the feeling inside when you open up an envelope and open wide. I love getting mail in the mail. In the mail. In the mail. Paper mail. I've got mail i've got mail open up and give me the mail in the mail there's a card from your aunt there's an ad for a play open up and give me the mail late nights white light agony grubhub amazon spending spree i'd rather have a pen pal in brazil or a letter from the irs a big fat bad tax bill the thrill of the mail makes me feel alive patiently waiting while the mailman arrives arrives mail bulging out with a welcoming smile i've got some marble cake and coffee you can come and stay a while mail i'm not lonely at all not a reflection of my inner turmoil on the screen it's not real in the mail i can feel it's so real rocking guitar solo
One day in the not so distant future, there might not be mail. We send your letter straight to your brain. But in the meantime, hold your coupons close, cause a bundle of junk's coming right to your door. I love getting mail in the mail, it makes me feel important to receive some mail in the mail. This must be how the president feels every day when he gets all his mail. Credit cards, first boss free, fresh direct, I'm erect. I love getting mail in the mail, in the mail, in the mail, in the mail, in the mail. Woo! Doug Wydeck, everybody. Doug, stay up here. Come on, guys. Rock so, and Devin, roll. do you feel that Doug Wydeck is a total rock and roll freak? <laughs> yes. And he could be the sixth member of Duran Duran with that headband. Wow. Headshot. It's the biggest compliment ever given on this stage. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Wow. Well, thank you both. This has been really an exploration of what it means to be rock and roll, to be rock and roll freak. We'll be back at the end of the show. Thank you guys so much. Give it up for Devin and Doug. They'll be back later. And it's official. Doug Whittick is oh getting gosh. inducted into the Rock and Roll oh, yeah. Hall of Fame First Freaks. ballot. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to keep this rolling. We got a pretty exciting uh, pitch fire to share with you all. Uh, listeners of the podcast will know Caitlin and I often like to pimp our guests into pitching series. But tonight we're going to do a little twist. We have a reboot pitch, but we have a guest yes. here tonight that we are going to be pitching to and yeah. needing the help from because there's only one person we could think of cool enough to help us with rebooting the TV show Fanatic. And that person is... Monique, Monique Moses. Moses. Oh, wow. Hi. It's already catching on, Doug. It's so good. It's a bop. All right. So, Monique, thank you so much for being here with us this evening. Um, and everyone just probably want to bookmark oh, MoniqueMoses.com. That's uh, but later. Monique, uh, you've been on the show and talked about dance before. And yeah. when Caitlin and I were t talking about Fanatic, we were like, well, obviously we have to bring Mo here because not only has she successfully sold a TV show, which right. is cool, um, but you're also legitimately the only person I think that could save MTV. Oh, And so tonight we have decided that you're now president and CEO of MTV. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's cool. You know, running into the ground like my predecessor. <laughs> you can't do any worse. Can't do any worse. Uh, so tonight, our goal is to work with you, our new boss at MTV, to come up with this reboot and just to help us out. Like, do you first of all, do you remember the TV show Fanatic? Uh, vaguely. Okay, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's fair. Yeah, that's typical. That's typical. Um, so we thought we'd just like help ground ourselves in the world of what fanatic was just so we have some foundation um so this is just a short clip from an episode with eve and go to philly so we bring it philly to new york we're gonna get some philly cheesecake eve eve when I first saw Eve, it was in a ride or die video. She had on the jeans and the shirt, and she was just plain out rapping. No lie, put them ready to do a die. 
what, what you want? She'd be staring at me like, dang, where you from? And then I was like, okay, she gonna hit us harder sooner or later. Then she came up with the What Y'all Want video. She was doing a merengue, spinning it around in a tight dress. I'm the one he did it up. You could tell she has a perfect sense of style. But the merengue, the dress, I was loving it. It was great. Only a true fan would taste test every different type of Felici stick there is just to get that connection with Eve. Eve, this one is for you. Eve, I'm feeling you. I'm feeling Eve right now. So, yeah, so... Wow, I love that. Yeah, so that's a little taste. Uh, for those who don't remember, the basic conceit of each episode was that there was a super fan who had submitted to MTV for a particular celebrity. And then they don't... Allegedly, they didn't know, but like a friend of theirs would surprise them somewhere uh, and they wouldn't know that they're going to get to meet the celebrity. So like what we were seeing was like before she knows she's going to get to meet the celebrity, her friend has brought her to a Philly cheesesteak place because... For her, that's like a big part of Eve's milieu. I don't know. Like, she was from Philly. It was a long walk. It was a long but walk, yeah. but that was a big but, thing. But I'm not Eve's fanatic. She is. Yeah. So. Um, but Fanatic ran for five seasons from 98 to 2000, and it had some wild episodes. Like, there were episodes that had, like, Shaquille O'Neal and oh yeah but what what is Shaquille O'Neal known for ask you about right mm. so this was a person that was a fan of his rapping mm -hmm. yeah as surprised as you are imagine being Shaq yeah because he was like are you kidding uh a lot and there was two celebrities per episode mm -hmm. except for one episode one celebrity would clearly not share Mariah correct correct, correct. <laughs> I haven't even seen this that is why I we knew it had to it. be you know Mariah had to have two fans <laughs> no sharing yeah Madonna shared Madonna shared Bruce Willis shared we love we love Bruce Willis. Um, so, okay. So, <laughs> we... I do need to say that I did, as Obviously. a child, try to get you on. You all saw this coming. Um, everyone saw it. I did try to get on Fanatic for Seth wow. Green. I didn't, send, I didn't send in a tape because we didn't have a camcorder, but I did call the hotline multiple times. I never got an answer. Um, so, the image that you're seeing is a collage that I attached to an essay in my English class uh, where I channeled all of my feelings just in case they called me. Lauren, your, your Seth Green mm -hmm. is my Mike Vitar. Did I ever tell you about no, that? No, tell me about that. I loved Benny the Jet Rodriguez from The Sandlot. Yes. I dreamed about him. And then he was in D2, The Mighty Ducks. <gasps> sure. Yeah. Couldn't stop. We know. I dreamed about this man. <laughs> Well, and I and I wrote to Bop and Big Bopper, and I yeah, wrote like, yeah. "This man, I love him so much." And the song "SWV <gasps> Week," I think of him every time <laughs> I sing it. <laughs> I so, anyways, it. You there get we go. It. You get it. Oh, oh, we, that's we, yours. we had an audience <sighs> member ask, "What happened to him?" Do you know? <laughs> you know? And if you any watch any sort of like uh, uh, Sandlot reboot yeah. or like they did a picture profile or something for people recently. Oh yeah. He wasn't in it. <gasps> oh. I think he's become a normie. No, I think he's just, he's like a firefighter. Oh, that's too bad. Or something, what a sad and he just doesn't want to be. Wow, what a bummer. Wow. Sorry. Well, this is sort of a beautiful segue, but I was going to ask, like, if you were going to, would that have been who you tried to get on Fanatic for? Oh, um, I think no, okay. because it was like younger, like I was 13. Right. Mm -hmm. I feel like Fanatic feels a little bit older. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So for me at like 17, 18, I loved, I'd probably do Aaliyah, honestly. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Right choice. It's a good yeah. one. I tried to be Aaliyah. I tried to be her every day of my life. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it was actually, I kind of went between like Mary J. Blige Ooh. and yeah. then Aaliyah and then Missy Elliott. 
and then back to Mary J and then Aaliyah. Like dressing, like yeah, aesthetic aesthetically speaking. in high school. Right. I love that. And okay, so that's who you would have gone to back then. Let's say, you know, in this reboot. Now. Who would you pick now? Oh, who do I love now? Like, who would you be willing to call yourself a fanatic for? Oh, my God. Am I really going to do this with y'all? I don't know. Are you? Yeah. I feel like this is a safe space. You guys, don't fucking make fun of me. No one I'm makes a, fun. I just made a collage of Zeth Green. Come on. I love the biggest boy band in the world, BTS. Yeah, you do. I actually oh, have no. waned in my love for them. <gasps> yeah. But I'm an early, I'm yeah. an early adopter. I was there when they debuted in no, 2013. I'm- okay, babe. So I've been watching their rise. And I have to say, yeah, if I could meet okay. anyone, I'd want to meet my boys yeah. that I watched. Yeah. Good, good, good. Start from nothing. You're the reason I know BTS was a huge. band. Like, I didn't know. Yeah, for sure. I know, I know. I'm fucking 40 years old. Fuck y'all. I can like whatever I want. I don't even fuck. I turned 40 this year. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Shut up. <laughs> okay. Um, so now that we're steeped in the nostalgia of what Fanatic was, we're going to get back to our, our reboot pitch uh, for you. Now, I do want to say a former um, Fanatic who had been on the show, I did find her current today blog. She now is a celebrity interviewer because guess what that was part of fanatic you interviewed celebrities and she started here and she's still doing it but this is a quote on her website she said even though the mtv show i interviewed whitney houston on was entitled fanatic i absolutely hated that word because to me it highlighted more of the crazy side of a fan instead of the love so the first chance i got i told whitney i was a friend not a fan I'm sure that went over great with Whitney same Houston. Level. They were on the same level. Yeah. The first thing she said is, you are not. You are not. <laughs> well, she was like. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I think we can all probably give Quincy Thomas some notes on that. But one thing did stand out to me. The fact that she was like, I want it to be about the love. And to me, I love that. And so that's why I feel like Caitlin and I should host the reboot of Fanatic. Now, you might be saying, wait, did the original show have hosts? The answer is no, it no, didn't. No, no. Um, it really, really didn't. Um, but it needs one. And we yeah. think that we should be the hosts. Here's why. We get love of things that are stupid. Um, we are stands of being fans. Like, we love when people love things, even if we don't love them. You know, that's fun. Yeah, absolutely. I've seen, like, three Marvel movies, but I love when people get excited for them. Um, I've sat at midnight showings just because other people are excited. We spend all day thinking about celebrities. Literally since 5 a.m. when I woke up this morning, I think Caitlin was texting me by 5.45. Um, we could finally meet Joshua Jackson at if we were on the show is he not here yet he's not here yet so um and that's where our list kind of ran out and this is where we need you so like what else do we need for a pitch another old pick babe <laughs> uh, pre-pandemic Monique was cute <laughs> what you want me to give you a fifth reason why you would be a great or host. just like what else do we need to get on yeah, air what do you think as the president as of the president of mtv what else are we missing because our pitch basically ended there well, I mean, as you know, mm-hmm. and as I like to tell everyone, I, uh, I'm Canadian. Yeah. And so we had a wonderful station called Much Music. Mm. Wow. Right? You may have watched it on some of your Canadian-based television yeah. networks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People had satellite, maybe, yeah. And I don't know. I thought that the, uh, the VJs there were very personable. Mm-hmm. Okay. They weren't. 
the way that American VJs were very like mini celebs in a way, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. personalities. I think like much of Canada, they were very like you. These could be your friends, yeah. You know, okay. And not saying that you guys aren't celebrities because you clearly are. That's a great fabulous women. That's a great point. But but I think everyone in this audience also wants and could be your friend. Wow. Oh wow. So I'm gonna bring a little bit of that. Okay. Okay. A personability relatability okay okay wow and that's what i would want for wow, you guys we're going to study much music so I, yeah. what i'm hearing is you think we could be working more if we moved to canada uh i mean i don't think it i i haven't been there in 12 years okay. i don't think it still exists is anyone can anyone, anyone, can, has anyone been has anyone, anyone laid eyes here? on canada no no anyone have any tabs? okay so we don't know right. could be a conspiracy so, it's not that great there we have a good pr uh firm <laughs> wow uh, who does handle the pr for canada you know it's it's Actually, America's worse, but it's not like Canada's. <laughs> is it? Is it awesome. Ryan Reynolds exclusively doing like PR now, or no? no. Isn't he great? Ryan, Go- <laughs> Ryan Gosling is also yeah, all the great, Canadian. All the hot, all the hot guys are Canadian, and a lot of Canadian. them put it in their Instagram handles. Yeah. Well, Monique, thank you so much. Is it, thank you. Thank you so much for your course, um, your wisdom and your words, and we'll be looking into dual citizenship immediately. Excellent. Thank Excellent. you so much. Thank you for having me. We did it. So guess what? We did it. We're going straight to series MTV Canada. Give it up for Monique Moses. Give it up for Monique Moses. Be sure to go to www.moniquemoses.com. Make it your homepage. It's already mine. Okay, go to bts.com. Uh, now we're gonna go ahead and jump right into our next game. So we're yes. gonna need Woody Foo to come Woody. on. Woody Foo. Woody who thought he signed up for doing a music trivia show. Yeah, that's what I <laughs> yeah, thought it well, was. I was like, I'm ready to identify songs in five seconds or less. <laughs> all right. All right. We'll keep that in mind. But that's all we're going to do. You know, Woody, the thing about you is you have so many talents. You do. You uh, are an actor. That's mm-hmm. how we know you primarily. Yeah. You're also a DJ. <laughs> At one time, both these pictures have been on my website. Mm-hmm. Uh, really I'm not sure why I was like, these are the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> these are the ones for sure. Well, you know, being multi-talented, here's the problem. You got... This is a segment we called Actors Turn Musician, a tough pivot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So here's the thing. Musicians turned actors, a pass. Mm-hmm. It actually works quite often. Mm-hmm. Actors turn musicians, Oof. a tougher journey. Yeah. yeah. Do yeah. you remember when Scarlett Johansson recorded a cover of just Tom Waits covers? Yes. Oh, and also yeah. Bruce Willis, famously Bruno. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I, I made this so it looks like Lindsay Lohan is handing Eddie Murphy <laughs> the mic. The thing is, for you, your acting career is going well. You, you're in Just for Laughs. You're rocketing to being an actor famous first. Yeah. But you still want to do music, I assume. So, unfortunately, you have a tougher row to you, hoe. You do. Sure. You do. Yeah. But yeah. there are people that have done it successfully. It can mm-hmm. be done. So, we're doing Woody Foo, Choose Your Own Career Adventure. <laughs> I'm going to give you 10 career points. Mm-hmm. You are going to spend these on the career moves that I show you. Okay. Choose wisely. Once we pass a slide, you cannot go back and you only have 10. I will say, however, a real quick interruption. Yeah. I yeah. was in a band with my best friend in high school. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we were a geek rock band. <laughs> okay. Okay. Called Bitch Ass. <laughs> okay. And our heroes were They Might Be Giants and President of the United States of America. And his, my, my, my best friend, his other band before mm-hmm. Bitch Ass. <laughs> was called Dog's Butt. Perfect. Wow. So literally these two bands are basically the same exact name of yeah. band. Wow. He was really He's got a vision. He's got yeah, a vision. Yeah. All right. On brand, on brand. 
All right, you have 10 points. You can choose any way to spend them. All right, the first way is you can get five following the footsteps of Jenny Lewis, opening for Harry Styles at Madison Square Garden. Now, that's a good way to go from actor to musician. Mm-hmm. Now, or you can do what David Duchovny did for two points, which is release your debut rock <laughs> album, Hell or High Water, at age 54. Okay, well, oh, here's the thing. And you don't have to choose any of them. Yeah, go ahead. I feel like this is a safer bet. Yeah. But I got to respect the chutzpah in this one. Oh, wow. absolutely. I kind of agree with you. You know, he's got a lot of, and you don't have to choose either, but he's got a lot of money. He just wants to record an album called Hell or High Water at age 54. I don't um, know. It's fine. But it only costs two points because it's maybe not going to lead to music superstar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I know for a fact it won't, so I'm going to pass on. Okay, on, okay. On you don't have to do either of these. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass, pass on both right okay. now. Okay. Okay. Pass okay. on both. Pass on both. All right. That, that, could be, that could be smart. All right, you're going to do either for three points, use a Wu-Tang name generator to pick a stage name or for one Mm -hmm. point, like Billy Bob Thornton did, refuse to acknowledge that you have an acting career. Pretend you don't (laughs) even know what they're talking about because you feel like your music should be promoted. Eventually, just speaking in gibberish. Look at this fucking face. It's somehow weirder than his sling blade face. (laughs) I mean, you kind of always have to bet on Donald Glover, so I'm going to do Donald Glover. All right, we've spent three points on Donald Glover. You spent three points. You got seven points left. Only two slides left. Three points. Only seven left to spend. All right. Four Ooh. for do as Kevin Bacon and Jared Leto mm-hmm. did, which is start a band with your brother who actually is a musician. So that's going to help with longevity. Yeah. Okay. So I will I will never, ever invest in Jared Leto uh, for any reason whatsoever. Okay. All right. Just on principle. So I think just by just by spiteful default, I will invest in Kevin Bacon. All okay. Right. So we've used. Okay. So we're going right. to start. A band with a sibling who is maybe more musically talented for longevity purposes. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we have three points left. Unfortunately, we only have one slide left. And it was 10 points. (laughs) B.J.Lo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it it feels like I picked up all the fool's gold along the way. Well, because there's really only one winner here. Right. Yeah. It's always going to be J.Lo. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. She's the only one in recent memory that's really, really made the pivot. Yeah. Mm Because maybe people don't remember. She was very much an actor first. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, she was... Well, she's a fly girl she's first. She's a fly girl first. I think everyone knows what I meant. Oh, we can bring up that she was a fly girl. <laughs> I mean, we, I think it's we just, all fly girls, really? I think it's, all, it's just important to note she is a triple threat. Mm-hmm. Well, she's, a da- yeah, she's absolutely a dancer first. <laughs> I think we all know that. <laughs> Moving on. All okay. right, Lauren. Well, now we're going to ask Doug and Devin to come back up and join Woody up here. Come on up here, Doug and Devin. We've got a we got a little game called Battle of the TV Show Bands. Uh, so this Woody is going to be a little bit of trivia. I have Great. oh thank God. I have compiled uh, five different clips of bands that are not real bands. They're TV show bands. I'm going to play you the clip of music. See if you can guess what band it is. If you can't, I'm going to give you an image. If you can't guess it off the image, I'm going to give you the name of the band, and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah? And if I can't remember what you said, then yes, and you are working together. You're working it's as a, a collaborative. Okay? All right. So, uh, are you ready for band number one? Yeah. Hit us, Kurt, with band number one. Look at what's happened to me. Woo! I can't believe in my. Let me know if you need a clue. Oh, yeah. You need a clue? We're going to use that clue. Here's your first clue. 
about the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Gilmore Boys? Great podcast. Gilmore Bass. You got it, Devin. I believe in you. Devin, we believe in you. I'm gonna. The song they're singing is the opening to a, a theme song to an '80s sitcom. It is a cover, yeah. But they're not named we, after. We it love that showing the work. I do love, we love showing the, the work. Showing the work. All right, I'm gonna put you out of your misery, Kurt. We can cut the song. This is Hip Alien. Uh, but you know what? You get you get a point for yeah, Gilmore absolutely. Girls. That I'm was giving good. you the Gilmore that Girls point. So congratulations for kind of knowing that band. All right. Now, band number two. Hit me with band number two. Is this from Cobra Kai? <laughs> no. no, but I get why Absolutely. you would think so. Same era. All right, you ready for the clue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's your first clue. Oh. It's... Yeah. Do you remember the band's name? The, the Zacks? It was Zack because uh, right. he's a megalomaniac, clearly. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, yeah. As you can see, Lauren mostly put this game together, but I did suggest this song, and she said, great, I already have that saved on my computer. <laughs> All right, let's get to song number three. <laughs> this is from Doug Funny. Yeah, there you go. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it is Doug. But who who are oh, these guys? Oh, it on a trash can. Done it on a streetlight. <laughs> the beats. <laughs> the beats. Yeah, give it up for Doug and the yeah. beats. I love though, Doug, that you immediately knew it was from Doug. I had a feeling. Yeah. I had a Doug's feeling. Doug's a megalomaniac. Yeah. Doug attack. Doug attack. <laughs> Doug attack. Exactly. <laughs> all right. All right. You guys, y'all are doing good. You're getting you're the really, show. Really doing well. You're doing really well. Really doing well. Um, but let's see if you can keep this going with band number four. She loves it. Gonna need that hint. Gonna need that clue! Okay, here's a clue! What oh, is this? Oh, oh. What is this? Devin's got the show! Devin's got the show! We had the episode! Yeah, does anyone remember the name of the band? Oh, okay. Wow. Right. But yes, it is Degrassi. It's Hell Hath No Fury from wow. Degrassi! Hell Hath No name. Fury Degrassi! Yeah, 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 Woody, good job! Good. Smart move. Very resourceful, Thank Woody. Thank God. Yeah. yeah. You know, folks, uh, Degrassi is being rebooted for HBO Max, so get ready. This is just your PSA to do, start your rewatch now because there are 10,000 seasons. Uh, all right, we have one final band. Let's see if you can nail this last one. Kurt, n sweet number five. I will say it's the hottest lead singer of any fake TV band that ever lived. Hottest. Yeah, we might need a clue. Oh, is this from Daria? Is this from Daria? It's from Daria! It's me! 
Statistics Viral. Jeans oh. hot older brother, Trent. Yeah? Nope. Anybody else? All right. Well, um, you may <laughs> thank you, Seth. Um, now, you may have noticed. I think we acquitted ourselves quite well. You might have noticed that the game was actually called Battle of the Bands, though, right? So here's the thing. It wasn't really about whether or not you knew them. It's what you think about them. So you're going to select now what you think the best band was, the band that rocked the hardest, the total rock and roll freaks, if you will. <laughs> total rock and roll um, freaks. Was it Hep Alien? Was it Zack Attack? Was it The Beats? Was it Hell Hath No Fury? Or was it Mystic Spiral? Take a few seconds. Talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, if you want to ask the audience. You feel. Yeah, if audience wants to tell us who they think, you know, are you going to go for talent? Are you going to go for looks? Are you going to go for the nostalgia factor? You know, there's a lot of different ways to vote. They, they're all good on all of those, so yeah. it's hard. Wow. All right. Yeah. Oh, wow. They're wow. really... People are arguing. People have this has inspired the convo. The, the table in the back has... All right, we got it. We got okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Great. All right. It tore, so, it tore us apart, but we okay. decided. All right, Great. experts. Who is the winner of the Battle of the Bands? One, two, three. Missing Wow. Wow. Well, we really appreciate what you came up with, but you're actually wrong. So okay. there's actually only one right answer. Um, and this is it. Yeah. 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 Just let it sink into your bones for a moment. Let it really sink in. Hey, Bruce Springsteen. Bye. It's about to really drop. Here we go. Yeah. Right, right. Whew. Okay. Wow. So, yeah, the greatest rocker on TV is Alf. So, that was a trick question. So I finally understand what a total rock and roll freak is. Okay. After seeing that, I get it. Yeah. Also, did it, people pick up on the lyrics? I'm the alien, but you're the one that's out of this world. Yeah, what about Animal from Muppets? Okay, I lots of people are good. No, I love Animal. It's just like you know, he never responds to our emails, so it's a little we're a little salty. He has Tulsi, his assistant that he shares with Bethany Frankel. Uh, you get email it. us. Um, well, thank you so much for sharing your expertise yes. and your knowledge. Thank give you, it up for Woody. Give it up for Doug Whitek and Woody Foo. Oh Total my gosh! And Total rock and roll free. So, we're almost at the end of our time, but yeah. I guess it's time to check in and ask: like, is rock and roll still cool? It is? Okay. Yeah. Okay. One confident you know answer. <laughs> One confident voice. We're going with I'm her. I'm going to go with that. So, cool. I think rock and roll is cool. I think rock and roll cool. is cool. Um, and you know what else is cool? Following us on social media. media. Um, yeah. We are putting out podcasts every Tuesday. This week, we dropped a sweet yes. one with... Uh, Chrissy Shackleford. Chrissy Shackleford from Emmy yeah, winner famously from last week tonight with famously John thanked Oliver. Adam Driver at the Emmys uh, and brought that charisma to our podcast this week. Yes, and if you want to visit our website, WeStandTogether.com, we have a oh. web series up there that you on your tables have little <laughs> gift bags for. Please feel free to take those home. If you're at a table that doesn't have one, grab them, pilfer them from another um, table. We've had so much fun. We hope yes, you have, thank too. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much. much. Uh, thank you to Monique, Devin, Woody, and Doug. Total rock and roll free. Thank you to everyone here at Caveat. Um, and one final thing, if you are feeling extra kind and generous, tonight um our friends at Velselka are doing a fundraiser to help everyone at the ukraine uh they are all of the, the sales from borscht 
uh, are going to support efforts of relief. Um, and if you also are interested, um, they are collecting some food goods and other things. Uh, we'll be posting more information about this on our Instagram and on our various social media platforms. If you have any questions, we'd love to connect good people to good causes. Yes. So thank you all so yes. much for coming thank out tonight. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you, Rock and Roll Freaks. We stand you all. We have stand a great you. Together.